0: Welcome back to Don't Call It a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. Big episode today. The the finale of Jade City. We should I should start calling it the finale. It's way more exciting. Oh. Um yeah, okay. We have finished Jade City by Fonda Lee. This episode will cover the last third of it, but I guess the whole thing, and yep. then reviews at the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Um we're starting off hot today, and we're starting off hot because, Luke, we freaking called it. <laughs> Luke,
0: right on the money with that one. Ya boy was okay. right on the money. I, I'm i pretty sure I know what you're talking about. Are you talking about Anden being the one to kill Gaunt? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Luke. I... I was so bummed that you got that one right. That was a perfect called shot. Yeah. That was, you know, every every once in a while you've got to get one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing enough I'm throwing enough rocks eventually I've got to get one in the hoop. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it
0: was a good one. I'll give you that. Um cuz I I thought that there is when you said that I thought that there is no way. So, okay, last episode Dan made the prediction that Anden is going to be the one to kill the Horn of the Mountain. I was critical. Mm-hmm. There were doubters. There were, there were doubters and haters. Um, turns out Dan was correct in that prediction. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and give, give give us a little gloat. So,
1: saw it coming from a mile away. I should be the new Horn of the Mountain Clan. Because obviously, I know tactics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, I kind of hated it. And okay. I need to explain myself. Okay, the pillar, Hilo, and Andon, they are kind of. This is their desperation move, right? If if they don't do this now, no peak's going to get wiped out. Pretty dire circumstances. And so in response, Hilo decides to recruit his nephew, who is a student and who everyone thinks is a neutral body in this. Students are kind of protected because they're seen as jadeless, is part of okay, it. Okay,
0: so you, you by neutral, you you don't mean between clans. You mean he's just not involved in the conflict yet because he's still a student. Exactly.
1: There is some there is some protection that Andon has as a student because there's an understanding that they're not going to be involved in clan business. And so technically they give Andon jade right before he kills Gaunt. And so technically he's not jadeless, so he falls under the IShow code. But, like, that's not a good precedent we're setting, Helo. Because Hilo has taken this student, who they all think you know is not going to be involved in clan business, hasn't graduated yet, and involved them in a super hardcore clan event, like this changes everything about Mountain. And so now, okay, it seems like the floodgates are open now. Like we should be attacking students left and right because they can Uh, be used against us.
0: Yeah, I. I didn't think about this. So is there a, is there a thing spe- specifically said in iShow or whatever their code of conduct is mm-hmm. that says you can't, the other clan cannot like attack a student?
1: So I don't believe so, but the students are all jadeless. Right. And so you don't attack anybody who's jadeless if you have jade. That's in the code. And so I think they all assume, yes, I mean, even though these students are dangerous and will eventually be given jade, they don't really mess with them that much. Like the higher ups in the mountain. Right. They don't target them. But like now, if if a student is just one rock, like a, th- a throw away from getting jade and murdering. A mountain clan member then they're a threat at this point okay students have entered the fray
0: okay fair i will say i will say a couple things mm. one i think they're past the point where any of that kind of stuff matters like uh... in this in this essentially full-blown war i don't think that there's many many ways that you could do something against the code of conduct, unless it's like something crazy. The other thing is, the only reason this worked is because of who Andon is, and I think they, the the mountain, was considering him a almost a, like a normal student, mm-hmm. because a normal person, a normal even green, full fledged Greenbone, for example, mm-hmm. could not have done what he did. For example, Hilo had he had all that jade would not have been able to do that because it's mentioned once you get to a certain level of jade there's diminishing returns like it's pretty negligible when you're adding stone or an, a stone of jade when you're at the level that Hilo is right. Whereas Andon has so much sensitivity, I guess mm-hmm. that he. Can just get all of this jade and be so much more powerful because he doesn't have the kind of diminishing returns, so like
1: any, you're saying any that there's circumstance. a special circumstance. yeah, you're yeah. saying Andon yeah. is like a secret weapon, no other student this would have worked with this
0: only worked because Andon had special abilities that allowed him to be able to do this I right, so I don't think that this is going to create a precedent because there will not be another situation like this. See, but no. Unless there's is, another person.
1: This is exactly the problem, Luke. They didn't know Andon is this secret weapon.
0: I don't know. I Okay, Andon's family has a history of sure. having this kind of thing. Sure. So and I will say about this specific circumstance, the mountain knew I think just as much as No Peak did. Because they had never put Andon's abilities to the test like this
1: Mm, okay yes i will grant you that but i still think it sets this precedent that at any time some student with a background that could be dangerous is going to be seen with like if not just suspicion like outright hostility in the streets towards
0: so yeah, so my question about this would be: How rare is Anden's abilities? I guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he he just like decimates the best warrior in the Mountain Clan, right? And then several of their other best warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna say, if there's anyone that has that ability, you're gonna be wary of them no matter what
1: yes that's true uh however back to a point that we already made they didn't know nobody knew how powerful he was going to be until he picked up the jade and blasted these guys apart from the inside uh so i i think yes you're definitely going to be wary and they definitely treated Anden differently than other students they like picked him up and took him a meeting right which was like pretty sketchy on its own sure so they were already treating Andon a little differently but like he's just a student they didn't they could have like cut well I don't know if they would have harmed him but they could have just like kept him right they could have just been like okay and you could be dangerous to us in the future so we're gonna keep you in the house as like a little pet a little Andon pet and you're gonna stay with us and that's going to be that. Yeah. And and you don't, like, that's not a precedent that you want set with your students at your university.
0: Okay? Okay, true. Especially to go, you don't want the precedent set where your students think that you're going to send them on suicide missions. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to that school.
1: Like, <laughs> I get that it worked for Andon, but I'm not Andon. Right. I don't want to do that. I see your point. I just think it was irresponsible for Hilo to do that. Granted, like, it's Hilo, so.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay, did it set a bad precedent? Maybe. Mm-hmm. The the alternative. It's like, it's like we, do we want to set a potentially bad precedent, or do we want all of us to die?
1: <laughs> okay, fair. Fair enough. I
0: guess they were so pretty, gonna, they I'm were gonna cornered. Say, I'm going to say worth. Yeah, all right. That's fair. Okay. Talking about, talking about Hilo, everyone at the beginning of this, I'm going to say undersold Hilo. Mm. And we have been very pro Hilo this whole time. Mm -hmm. So that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about everyone's like, yeah, Hilo's this impulsive guy. He's, he's a great horn, you know, but he never makes the right decisions on certain thing on, on important things land goes down everyone's like yeah it's over helo's gonna be a shitty pillar give him a chance okay Hilo, Hilo is better than you guys think he is
1: this is very on point this i was thinking this the whole time after helo became the pillar everyone was just hating on him the whole time
0: and it was like this guy's actually kind of knows what he's doing okay i mean sure he's a he's a wartime pillar Which might be different and might favor his strengths more than his weaknesses. Mm -hmm. But still, like, they talk about these, he's going into these meetings that are not suited for him, like politicians' meetings. And obviously, he does it in his own way. But I feel like there's an argument that he gets just as good, if not better, results than Lan might have.
1: I mean, Did he ever go into one of those meetings and have the outcome be negative for no peak? I would say no. I would say never did he go into one of those meetings and the long-term consequence be a bad result for no peak. Right. Like, he gets the politician and all the lantern men on board, and he, like, just directly laid out the truth to him. Didn't really, like, mess with it. The guy fell in line with him perfectly. Then in the council meeting with the mountain, he kind of explodes a little bit and has this reaction. And Shay was worried that the people would turn against him because they did this. Nope. Popular sentiment was still with No Peak the whole time. Everybody hates the mountain for what they're doing. So like seems like he's doing a great job.
0: Yeah. He's just it's like, it's like everyone an, everyone is so stuck in the traditional sense. Of what the right thing for Pillars to do. There's, there's, a, there's an echo chamber, mm. okay? Mm. Hilo comes in. We need an outsider. Shake the New way up. of doing things. Yeah. He's like, listen, I know we want to sp- on this campaign we want to spend a lot of money on TV advertisements. We got to go digital. Give me some Facebook ads out there. And they're like, what? No one's on Facebook. He's like, you guys are like 900 years old.
1: He's like, all right, after every campaign rally, we're taking 10,000 selfies. They're like, you can't do that. He's like, I will do what the clan needs.
0: Wow. Think of, think of all the free advertising that is. All those selfies. they like, what is a selfie? Yeah. Hilo, Hilo deserves more credit for his, his role as the pillar. I think he does a great job. Okay, you know what I'm going to say, Luke? This is going to be a bold take. Hilo's
1: better than Lan as the pillar. I'm going I think this is 100% true. Hilo is great at reading people and encouraging them and knowing how to get them to follow even if they hate him initially. And we saw that with Lot. You know, he gets Lot, this kid who was definitely not going to join the clan initially to lead the oath at the graduation ceremony. And he's like taking him under his wing and he got, he was like responsible for Lot's dad dying. And he still has got a lot kind of like helping him out and like doing this. He's great at reading Andon most of the time. Okay, we're going to come back to that one. That one's got a little stickiness to it. I think he's great at reading people. He is not being coy with politicians. He's being upfront with them, quick, efficient, to the point. He's got things to do he's willing to put his life on the line for the clan and his body and he's good at it. I think he's better than Lan. I think he deserves not not necessarily that he deserves it more. That's too much. But I think he's better than Lan for the clan right now.
0: Okay. This is I think that this is kind of a hot take. I would I would say he's better. He's a better pillar for the circumstances that this Takes place in
1: okay. I think we can both agree on that. If land was still the pillar, no peak would have fallen.
0: Yes. Assume okay. There's because <laughs> then then Hilo gets to be horn and there's a little there's there's more variables there. Yeah. Exact same situation. Hilo is the pillar with the might guys mm-hmm. as the horn versus land is the pillar with the Maik guys as a horn. I'm going to say Hilo's better. I agree. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. But I- I think, Oh, and, and now we're getting into territory that we can't really comment on because we haven't seen how Hilo reacts when it's not wartime. Right. But honestly, I feel like Hilo's going to be a better pillar in peacetime too.
0: Yeah. My question is what does the pillar do in peacetime? Because like, I feel like you could make the argument where in peacetime Hela will just be like, yeah, Shay, you're the weatherman. You deal with that side. Uh, I'm not going to be the horn, but I'll focus a little bit more on this side. Like, what does he, I don't know what he, maybe just to be the final step for decision making, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's the last say. Which, uh, honestly, Shay's kind of undermined his authority a good amount in that role. With the things that Shay's been doing.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So... But there's an argument to be made that part of the role of Pillar is putting the right people.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... And... But Luke, at the end of the day, if they're not coming to you with the final decision, you're not really the one in charge. I mean... And look what happened with Doru. Okay. Okay. Doru's going off the, doing his own thing. He thinks it's the right thing for the clan. And oops.
0: Okay, oops. yeah. But my, but my point is that Hilo, like two pillars might choose two people, two different people as weatherman. Mm-hmm. And let's say they're like, I trust you. You don't have to come to me with everything. Mm. A lot of that depends on who you chose and how much trust you're giving them. Yes. Okay, that's true. That's true. We're getting, we're getting into the weeds here. <laughs> we're getting very into the weeds.
1: <laughs> okay, let's bring us back. Let's bring us back real quick. I just got to point this out because it was something we brought up last episode and we didn't have, like, direct, explicit, verifiable evidence. And we do now. But there is fake jade in this world. It looks identical to real jade unless it's under, like, a ten times microscope. And it's apparently pretty common. So, like, LAN get the fake jade okay and for that matter swap out your peepaw's jade for fake jade maybe he just thinks he's getting a little weaker he looks down oh i've still got all my jade i don't know what's going on and then eventually he just got no jade anymore okay you just one stone at a time one stone at a time you're swapping it out fake jade fake jade okay
0: it looks the same yeah and the only thing is like the mineral structure, yeah which unless you're n- nobody's gonna look at that they they
1: they had to look at it under a ten times microscope to notice that it was wrong you You can't see that with the naked eye, come on guys
0: I, yeah just opportunities it's, missed
1: with this fake jade trade
0: i have yeah mm hmm
1: Luke's disappointed I'm disappointed we're
0: all disappointed yeah okay my my next thing is about Shay mm-hmm. I've got a have cu- got a couple small things about Shay okay she um she leaves her apartment and just leaves all of the furniture for the next tenant uh-huh no what I love that. I think it's I think it's inconsiderate.
1: Okay, because you are imagining you this is the difference. Is your we're imagining different furniture. So I'm okay. imagining that this is like a fully furnished apartment where things kind of go well together, they're nice, and you know, I don't really have strong taste. So if it's already fully furnished and it looks okay, I'm so on board with it. And I think you're picturing it's all, like, second-hand furniture that she's found on the street. And it's just, like, hauled up to her apartment. And she's like, I'm not going to deal with this trash. Like, I'm going to leave this trash for the next person to deal with. I'm out of here. Right. Th-
0: there's, there's the possibility of that. The other thing is you don't know who's moving in. So, like, <laughs> even if even if you have decent furniture that goes okay with with everything. Yeah. The next person that comes in might have strong taste on things. It's like, I want, I want. Maybe this. Maybe the next person wants a blue primary color with mm. some, some, I don't know, like gray beige secondary color. They're or, they're very yeah, yeah, muted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe Shay's over here with like crazy colors.
1: Shay's got a vaporwave aesthetic in this apartment. And it it's, takes a very like, specific person to like it.
0: <laughs> it's like you, it takes effort and sometimes money to get rid of furniture. Yeah. Yeah. This next person has come in and is like, now I have, Is like moving in. They've got their moving truck. They're carrying all their stuff in. Yeah. They walk in, they have no space to put their stuff. Okay, Luke. Now they have to rent their moving truck for another day. Stop. Stop. You're presenting a ridiculous
1: scenario. There's no way this would ever, ever happen in a million years. Who is going to rent an apartment sight unseen, not ask the landlord any questions about it? Luke, you're pointing to yourself right now. That's insanity. That's insanity. Okay,
0: I I very recently did this exact same thing. This
1: is insane. What? Because I moved out of state. You rented an apartment sight unseen. You didn't even have the landlord,
0: like, take a picture of it. Okay, they had pictures online. Yeah. It's an apartment complex, pictures online. But they took the... People take these pictures of their apartment when they're renting it out, like, a year ago. Sure. And they're like, this one's going to be empty in mid-August. You can move in then. They don't necessarily always check between them. <sighs> but like, yeah, but like the landlord's
1: going to go in and be like, hey, there's a bunch of shit in here. I should probably let the next tenant know before they show up that there's it's furnished because I can also charge them more. Okay? No landlord ever is going to just let a tenant come into an apartment that has a bunch of furniture already in there without telling them.
0: Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, we, we're going long on this. I think you're giving a lot of credit to landlords, which I don't think you should do. Landlords often suck, but <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, okay, but let's move on. <laughs> One thing that Shay Shay kind of bothers me a little bit right now, mm-hmm. and just this, this is another this is another little small personality thing. Mm-hmm. Shay, I think I think it's when.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She's talking to Wyn and she's like, kind of jealous of Wynn's appearance a little bit, I think, because she's like, Wyn has these curves that have years of hard. I think okay, here's the quote: years of hard training sloughed off Shay's curves. It's like you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna credit your lack of curves to your years of physical exercise. Ah, uh, yeah, right, Shay
1: also shay why are we throwing shade
0: i know because she's using it's
1: this like... to kind of throw shade at Wen. like yeah i've been working in the gym for years and that's how i got this body whereas Wen is like soft <laughs> it's like shay you don't have to do yoga literally every morning with your sword like you do like you do that for the attention okay you don't just do it because you want the body... Well, maybe you do. I
0: don't... Stop complaining, Shay. It's like it's, you chose I, that. I know. I just... These these small things about Shay just keep adding up. Mm. Mm. Started off with a very positive view of Shay. Is Shay the next Doru? <laughs> That's a hot take. Um, I'm going to say no. Doing things <laughs> behind the pillar's back... Has ridiculous
1: perceptions of other women. Uh, Maybe she gets tortured at some point. Could be. Shay could Could be the next Doru.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, okay. I also was a little bit peeved about Shay, so I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I think we need to do some math, Luke. Ooh, okay. The math has to do with how much jade there is. Okay, so we learn that this graduating class, there is like 150 students, and this is a big class. But let's just say, let's just say there's double that. Let's pretend like the mountain has a class that's the same size. We're going to work in pounds because we're American. How many pounds of jade per student do you think we're working with per year?
0: Okay, let's do the math. Here we go. So we've got let's say top top ten students for each get four stones. Uh huh. And then the like the next fifty get three. Mm hmm. Next fifty get two. Is that too many? I mean, let's okay. Let's give it to them. Give them two. Okay. And then the next like twenty get one. Yes. That's oh boy, bring up the calculator, Danny. No, no go. calculators when we do no, the math. No. How many pounds when we do the per math? student? Okay, so we've got we've got let's say we've got like a two and a half stone average. Two and a half stone average. That's probably ooh, how small are these stones?
1: That's what okay, this is a good question. I think they're the stones that fit on their like bracers. I think it's less than a pound. Oh, oh, per stone, total. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Do we think it's? I'm gonna.
0: I'm, gonna, I'm saying each stone. Each stone weighs three ounces. Okay.
1: Great. I'm glad because this is about what I'm thinking too. Okay. So that means that the like most people are getting is not even a pound of jade.
0: I would say about a half pound of jade.
1: Okay. Great. How much jade do you think the person with the most is carrying in the city? I'm going to say, um, do you think less than 10 pounds? Yes. I think so too. Okay. So now we're work. Now we've got our kind of bounds. Let's say, let's just, for argument's sake, let's say for every student that graduates, we need one pound of jade. That's oh, way over what they actually would use, right? But let's Uh say for every student, we've got a pound that we need to get to them. Because that also, I think that accounts for the jade that they also sell to like amongst themselves. And then let's double it to say that they export that much. So how much jade are we working with now? Now we're working with like 600 pounds total of jade a year for everything. Okay. For this, this covers, like, all the jade they could ever use. Sure. How many mining operations do they have on this island to get 600 pounds of jade a year? Okay. I think they have four mining operations on the island. And when Shay went to the pit where they were mining jade she saw a giant boulder of it and was drawn to it. So, like, these miners are not doing anything, right? For, like, 90% of the year, they're just sitting around watching Relay Ball, and then eventually they get an order for, like, I don't know, 10 pounds of jade and just break a rock off and send it down the river. Cause
0: okay, yeah. There is- it depends. So, jade, I, I pick, I'm guessing, is not, like... It doesn't have these like tiny little veins in it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not there's not tons of rock, and then these tiny veins of jade where you're getting like minuscule amounts. It seems like there are big boulders of jade down there.
1: Shea saw big boulders of jade. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, maybe there maybe there there there's very few workers there. <laughs> I also think. You were going high on the number of pounds. I don't. I'm. I. I feel like there's probably a lot less jade that's actually coming out
1: of the mine, or the. Yeah. Ooh, so you think the mine produces much less than we think it does, or you think that the demand Just is much lower? Just because I have a.
0: I no. I think the demand is very high, but I think since they have strict limits on how much they want to export, <clears throat> mm-hmm. they're probably not actually exporting like hundreds of pounds. That's what I'm saying. And
1: the other thing about it is, so we learn at one point that Wen is transporting Jade to the Hispanians to fund their operations. And she's able to do it with an urnful of Jade. And we don't know if she makes multiple trips or not, but it sounds like an urnful, which I would say is like, let's say it's 20 pounds let's say it's full like very full of jade is That's worth high right right i'm trying to i'm trying to give it a high number here it's worth so much money they're like astounded by this and she takes a huge risk to transport it okay guys why do we need so many mining operations for this stuff because i'm thinking about it in terms of like our world And the amounts of things that are mined out of mines in our world. And if there are like boulders, like giant boulders of the substance that can be mined, it's going to be in the tons for sure, right? Like there will be tons coming out of the ground. Right. There's no way they're using tons of jade a year. No. One ton? Think about if it was just one ton. There's no way. Are using a ton of jade a year this is crazy the numbers do not add up
0: i yeah okay maybe they just have here's the the one thing that i was surprised by is when we get a picture of what the mines look like there's very there's not as many guards as i would have thought i agree yes and sure the argument is maybe like anyone that's not immune to jade which is only a few like a few people mm-hmm. are going to die as soon as they go down there. Yeah, sure. Yes, but I still feel like you guard it a little bit more than oh, you currently it, are.
1: It's very valuable, right? So if I wanted to get rich and I'm a miner who's immune to jade, uh, yeah, I'm just going to sneak a pebble every now and then. Yeah, for sure. Easy. Maybe they have
0: like maybe they have like two mine workers and a thousand guards.
1: <laughs> alternatively, alternatively no peak is just way behind the mountain and they way underestimated how much jade the mountain was stealing and exporting like the mountain has been exporting tons of jade outside the city like three times as much as they're being used in other places and no peaks like yeah i think they're skimming a little off the top of these jade numbers (laughs) and you look around and you're like do you think because look at all the jade (laughs) Yeah. The mountain's got, it's like, cargo possible. tankers going out every week full of jade. And No Peak's like, I think there's some sketchy things going on.
0: There's, yeah, it's a little suspicious. Yeah. I could see that.
1: Either that, either that, or somebody is building jade houses. Oh, man. Somebody somewhere is, like, building these huge jade houses for and they've got to be for stone eyes right right so see the only other explanation
0: only other explanation i would agree yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay since we're t- kind of in the same vein the mountain we we get a conversation with eight the pillar of the mountain mm-hmm. between her and shay and eight kind of outlines her plan And Shay and Eight think that this is, she's like, oh my gosh, the scale of this is genius. They're going to, and okay, okay, here, let me, the plan is essentially to export much more jade to both the Aspenians and the, I forget the other nation. It's like Yugatanians or something like that. The two, two rival nations, mm-hmm. and they're also going to sell SN1 to these two rival nations. Yes. She's like, yeah, we'll make double the profits, fight them off each other. And they're like, this is genius. You're gonna be, We're going to be making so much more money. It's, I mean, it's inevitable that it's going to have to be one clan just because of how the scale is going to work out, and it's going to be great for the country. No, it's not. <laughs> This is so dumb. I know. This is I know. so dumb. I know. <laughs> like, okay, you're a tiny country. A tiny country compared to Hispania and Yugatonia or whatever it's called. Uh huh. And you're like, we're just going to give them a ton of jade. They're going to fight it out and then we control it completely. <laughs> no, that's not what's going to happen. I know. I know. They're going to get way more powerful than you, even more overly powerful than you. And they're just going to take over your country. They're just going to take the resource and extract it. They're going to just
1: come in and extract that resource from you. Okay? You can't... There's The other thing that cements this is when Wen is going to the Hispanians to sell the jade we learn one of their little in one of their little private conversations that they were about to just take over the jade mines anyway.
0: Right, I think there's a line that says we they were considering a military operation to go in and secure the mines in case there's this war that come, that like affects the mines. Yep. So they could currently by their estimation go in and secure the mines. Right. And you Yeah, Eight, this plan just...
1: sucks. The other thing that I hated, like, okay. Eight outlines her whole plan to the weatherman of an opposing clan with the goal of turning them to her side. But if you don't do that, which the odds are, I would say, much better that you don't turn them to your side. Then you just like, they know what you're doing now. You just gave them that for free. That's not good strategy, unless you were faking, unless you were like, this is not actually what I'm doing, but I'm going to tell them this is what I'm doing. But it seems like that's actually what she's trying to do. That's bad planning.
0: Yeah, I think it turns my takeaway from this is just that eight is not eight is not only not as smart as she thinks she is, Mm -hmm. but she's crazy. Oh, for
1: sure, for sure, for sure. She's like a. She's kind of psychopathic, is what I'm getting. Yeah, ex- but
0: there's also. I w- I wish I had written it down. Um, but she says something else, along the lines of, "Oh, oh, here it is. Okay, she get she blames her dad or something like that for the fact that she had to kill everyone in the line of succession. She's like, if he had just named me wouldn't have had to kill this guy and this guy and this guy and all my brothers and all my cousins. It would have been so much better for him to have just named me heir. It's his fault. She's legit crazy. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And so her plans are also legit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly,
1: we should have gotten a scene with Shay as she walked out of the temple like, Oh, boy, she's
0: actually crazy. <laughs> We... Right. I was expecting that, but Shay thought that it was a good plan. I know. It was my takeaway. Yeah, I think so too. Which was I guess just um cut down on my on my confidence in Shay a little bit. Yeah,
1: I'm just I'm kind of disappointed with the plans we've seen. The plans haven't seemed that great so far. But
0: this this which just brings me back. Hilo is smarter than you guys think. i know is. i know <laughs> god we're so team Hilo. i'm i'm pretty glad that it's turned out the way that it
1: has just for, for team Hilo, because mm-hmm. i think he's at a pretty good spot
0: yeah well Except, okay we're going to talk about it at the end yeah the ending of the book we're going to talk about at the end yeah because i've got i've got a lot to say about that
1: okay before we get there because I'm, I'm i think we're almost ready to get to the end of the book and then talk about our reviews the clans are bad for John Loon, right? The clans are not good for this place and need to go away. Like, people who are not Green Bones definitely hate the clans,
0: right? I would think so. Yes.
1: Okay. So, the pillar of these clans and the Green Bones are all very deluded. That everybody loves them, and the Lantern Men love chopping off their ear. To pledge loyalty to them and they love the Green Bones not really helping them clean up after the typhoon and they love all the destruction and the tribute that they have to pay to the Green Bones. No, no, the Lantern Men hate the Green Bones for sure.
0: Yes, I would I would assume they either hate them or are deep in like Stockholm Syndrome.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's more believable because it seems pretty like willing that the guy chops his ear off and gives it to Hilo. But like, okay, you know, if some franchise had bought your restaurant, you wouldn't have to cut your ear off to pledge loyalty to them, right? You just like, okay, that's fine, I guess. That's not how things are done, okay?
0: Yeah, there okay, there's their city or their country I guess would be much like economically much better off and although wasn't there a line somewhere that said that Jan Loon was like one of the safest cities in the world?
1: There was. But but they still allow crime. Like
0: the Greenbones okay. yeah.
1: still allowed crime to happen. They weren't vigilante crime fighters. They just the criminals were afraid of them,
0: right? I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna call. I'm kind of BS on that stat that Jan Loon is the safest. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I didn't. We. I didn't see a citation for that. Okay, but um, if there was like a centralized government, no clans, better organization whole thing would be better off.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And here's the thing. Here's what you do with the green bones. You don't want to run government. That's fine. You all can be our law enforcement. Still have an extremely safe. You can still follow iShow. You can. We still have an extremely safe city. You can practice your warrior code. You are our defenders. But you're beholden to the government. It's
0: not. You don't just get to do whatever you want. This goes perfectly with their, you can't keep like no jade and gold in the same, whatever they're saying. Right. Right. Which
1: I will say, I feel like it was kind of sarcastic at the end. Like every time a character would bring it up, they had, I always pictured like a smug smile because they all knew that the jade bones ran everything. And so it was like, okay, well, sure. We can say that, but. Right. We know who's in
0: charge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you on this. I just think- so many, re- so many resources are spent, like in internal conflicts that would not need to be spent without the clans.
1: No, so many resources are spent on deciding like who's in charge. When it's like the clans should not be in charge. Neither of them should be in charge. It should be a democratically elected government that is like <laughs> representing the people, not these. Weird, monarchical dynasties. No. We don't need to fight over who's in charge. You know who's in charge?
0: The government, okay? (laughs) That's who's in charge. I think there's got to be part of it that's more... Okay, so part of it has got to be cultural. For sure. The other part is that they were underneath the rule of this tyrannical government. Yes. The the clans overthrew, right? So the, so I think the clans because of that, cuz that was only like 30 or 40 years ago. Yes. Mhm. So the clans still have a lot of goodwill because of that.
1: Right. Like there's historical reasons why they like the clans.
0: Yeah. But I think, you know, over time, you know, we're going to start seeing over time little drift towards towards a democratically elected government. Maybe. <laughs> maybe i don't know um, okay let's see we got to talk couple about a couple small things of oh yeah go yeah. ahead um oh okay i wanted to add to a quick a quick extra critique of Eight's plan one of the big one of the big reasons she wants this plan is to cut down on smuggling what
1: it's a okay. bad plan
0: <laughs> okay yeah okay moving on um there's this thing where the Mountain wants to be able to say that they didn't kill Lan because their plan was just to scare him. You, I, you don't get to say that. You, you still killed Lan, okay? I know. You can't say, no, we just wanted to shoot bullets at the All building right. that he was in just to scare him All a little right. bit. We weren't expecting it to kill him. So I don't think we should be getting that criticism. That's not, no, <laughs> you accept the risk. This one's totally not on us,
1: guys. We shot. We were trying to shoot around him. Okay, we were trying to shoot around him. Not the best shot. Okay, yeah,
0: it's we it's did, on you.
1: We didn't put our best people on this job. We figured they would do it poorly. <laughs> Turns out they did, just not in the way that we anticipated.
0: Another another example of eight's plans being so dumb. Okay, last okay here's. Let's get to this last scene that I hated. I think this was. This last scene, I'm gonna say, is character assassination against Hilo.
1: Whoa, what's Okay, tell me about this scene. I, I'm not exactly sure what you're what okay. you're talking
0: about. Andon
1: mm-hmm.
0: has this. You know, he goes through that that process and gets terrified that he's gonna turn into his mom and is gonna turn into a monster. At this ceremony, he very dramatically refuses to wear the jade. Mm -hmm. And Hilo, like, blows up. And is, like, Hilo is a complete jerk. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: I get that. But you also gotta know who we're dealing with here, right? This is Hilo... Who, as we've already mentioned, offered to murder Shay's boyfriend in front of Shay. Okay? This is Hilo, who doesn't always... You know, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. Even though he's Pillar, he still is Hilo. Right? We can't... He's not... This is not Lan. Okay? Hilo is going to say what he feels.
0: Okay... So okay, so I think there's there's going to be a difference here between us. Okay, where it sounds like you think that this was in character for Hilo.
1: I, oh, uh, I do. I do think this is
0: that this is I, in character. Okay, see, I don't think it was. <sighs> I, I'm okay. You, the comparison. I see. I see what you're getting at with the comparison between this and him offering to kill Shays and and boyfriend.
1: We get the parallels too because Shay's talking about how you know, he didn't talk about Shay after she left. He was pissed at Shay for a while after she left. Okay? So okay. that's the comparison that I want to make that I think that this is Hilo.
0: Okay, I think that that would be a fair comparison before we learned that Shay's boyfriend was like a spy for the Espenian military. Okay. Fair. Fair. (laughs) I... And yes, Hilo does wear his emotions on his sleeve, but he is also shown to be very understanding of other people's emotions, specifically Andon, and what is best for other people at at a, like, gut level. Yes. So I thought that... It would be more appropriate for him to like understand i I go back and forth on this though right because
1: the problem is hilo hilo sees that Andon makes them look weak andon not accepting the jade is like it could be seen as a slap to the face to the call family because they have like sponsored him and he's like the chosen one and him denying the jade is almost like, I don't want this. This is, I don't want this life. And so I kind of got when Hilo was like, you embarrassed me up there. There wasn't really any like reconciliation that I felt like Hilo could have had. I feel like Hilo felt personally affronted by that. And so he was responding with this like offense
0: I just thought that it showed... It showed a level of, like, non... er, What's the word I'm looking for? It showed a level of Mm -hmm. non-empathy. I don't know what the opposite of empathy is. Mm -hmm. That I don't think is fair. Because I think Hilo is very empathetic. I think that's true. And so he... I thought it would have been more in character for him to understand why and in... Was terrified of this stuff, and maybe he would have been offended because it was so sudden, and he and and hadn't like talked to him about it first. Mm-hmm. But my criticism of that also is that I feel like there's a way for this to not be offensive, or for for this to not be a sign of weakness, and that's mm-hmm. if Hilo handles it. Differently, if Hilo handles it, I don't know. I don't know what exactly he would do. But if Hilo handles it well, I think it could be, it could be handled as or shown as not a sign of weakness. And I think Hilo is good at smoothing over awkward situations like that.
1: Nope, 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 nope. Luke, Luke, I just figured it out. This would never ever happen. Andon would have never told Hilo. That he didn't want to wear the jade for the exact same reason that when Hilo shows up to the school to hang out with Andon, Andon's kind of like, oh, I don't really want to wrestle my cousin in front of everyone. And Hilo just does it anyway. Okay. Hilo has already shown that he doesn't really, like, fully get Andon, or he doesn't necessarily fully listen to the cues that Andon is given out.
0: Ah, Okay, I'm going to... I see what you're saying. I'm going the exact opposite direction. Uh, Because, because Hilo does not listen to what Anden is saying necessarily, like you mentioned, Uh but Hilo is doing this or is does these things in the past for the very subtle hints of what Anden needs. Right. Because we learned some, like a couple times in this how much and in looking back on those, realizes how important they were for him. Yes. So I think there's an argument to be made that this means that Hilo should have expected him or gotten him to not wear the jade. I don't... I don't think there's a good answer to this,
1: honestly. I don't think I, so either. I, I get how you felt like it was out of character. It also felt jarring to me. But I didn't think I could put it out of Hilo's character because I feel like he has been set up to sometimes pop off a little bit too hard. Especially on family members. And, you know, he's potentially now... And maybe he's always looking at the clan as the like metric. And so if you disrespect the clan, then... That's different than if you disrespect him. And so right. perhaps he sees this as an affront to his family, to the clan, that he just like can't tolerate. And now, like, it's essentially Andon saying he's like out of the clan. And once you're out of the clan, then Hilo's not gonna be nice to you. Hilo is not gonna like
0: Okay, but he doesn't say that he's gonna be out of the clan. I know, I know, Luke. He could have the the move that I'm saying is that if Hilo accepts this and is like, okay, now you can be this like cool role in the clan, whatever you want to be. I know, I know, It'd be cool. Also, you Hilo, you just pressured Anden into like this suicide mission. Yeah, <laughs> that Anden miraculously pulled off and saved the war and your life basically single-handedly
1: yeah this is why i felt like it was a little a little out of character because i feel like anybody in this case would be like hey i get it this is probably a really challenging time for you you did just save my life and everybody else's lives so i'm not gonna pop off on you too hard But he popped off on him so freaking hard. I
0: think it's so out of character, dude. I think it's so bad. (sighs) I hated it.
1: Okay. I will say, you've given my gut feeling that it was a little bit odd, a little bit more ground to stand on. I'll say that. Because initially I was just like, okay, yeah, he's kind of impulsive sometimes. Um, But it did still seem a little bit too extreme for how much he had just... For how much Andon had helped everybody out, I get that. I still think it's within the realm of his character's possibility. I still think it's it's not too out of character for him that it. Yeah, was Yeah. Like, okay.
0: So I, I'll say we've got a probability distribution mm. going on. Mm-hmm. I think I think both the reaction that we did see plus the like really good reaction that I was hoping for are within that probability distribution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, but I think the one that we saw was more standard deviations of one away than the one that I wanted to see.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you there. Definitely. <laughs> oh, it was such a bummer.
0: <laughs> it was because the, the scene around it was so It was like this victorious scene. I know. And okay. All right. Should we talk
1: about reviews, Luke? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to, I think I started the last one.
0: Okay. I'll go first. I, I liked this book, but I don't know if it was, I don't think it's going to be at the like top of my list. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I think this book was entertaining to read. And I enjoyed reading it. But at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, yeah, that was, that was a good book, I guess. Um, I think part of it is that this is going to be... I don't necessarily have a logical like, reason to say this necessarily. but And we've talked a lot about characters. But for some reason, the characters weren't actually that interesting to me. Like, obviously, we've talked so much about Hilo's character and, like, Shay's character and all that and Anden's character and all that stuff. But they seemed too normal. Well, not normal, but I don't know the right word. But they were not quite as interesting as other characters in other books. And those are usually the things that I focus on. Um, so, and plus the scene at the end, I hate it hated the scene at the end left you with a bad taste in your mouth yeah yeah, yeah so so my my review might have been more positive without that mm. but um i don't know i i'm still giving it a positive review mm-hmm. just not that positive wow okay
1: yeah i actually agree with you um like you said i like this book i didn't love this book this is not cracking my top three like the last few books have <laughs> um yeah, I I agree with you about the characters. Actually, I wasn't super invested in any of them. I felt like I appreciated to an extent how there was conflict within the characters. How Shay was kind of conflicted, and Andon was conflicted, and we got a little bit of that. But it was I felt like they were a little too conflicted about everything, and it started to come off as like complainy about a lot of stuff to me. Um. So, yeah, I wasn't really sold on most of the characters. Um, and at some points, the story was, like, a little bit too slow for me. Like, it seemed like we should be, it should be moving a lot faster for the information that was being found out. Like, when Shay found out that the mine's records weren't adding up, I was like, oh, nice. Okay, what's going to happen with this now? And it really took a while for that to mature into a full thing that happened um i was definitely still like rooting for no peak and interested in what happened but i don't know it it felt sort of empty at parts like we were just skipping a lot of stuff to advance the timeline that i don't know i feel like there could have been just a shorter timeline for events to occur Um, that said that one of the things that i really liked about this book was the setting, uh, Jan Loon, It's kind of like more of a modern fantasy, um, and how Jade works. I thought was kind of interesting and a cool take on magic. Um, so yeah, I really like that. But the other things were just kind of meh.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'll, I'll say I liked uh, the the idea of Jade was pretty pretty novel to me and like interesting and. Like you said, the setting was pretty cool. So those are, those are the like some good positive things to say. Um, <laughs> but okay, done with reviews, done with Jade City.
1: Next book, Luke, hit him with it.
0: Next book is going to be The Gray Bastards by Jonathan French. Uh, probably going to be doing three episodes for that. Read the first third of it for next week
1: and uh yeah i guess get excited because you know where luke and i just just think of us as your your good friends who you can sit down get some get some hot takes on a book
0: and act like dumb nerds